Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We stand. Let's get to the next one. Talk. Let's get to the next one. Recorded live. Oh, God, you're just worthy to be praised. Oh, worthy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. You're worthy, my God. Oh, God, we want to present our bodies on this sacrifice unto you, God. Amen. Oh, Lord, we thank you right now. We praise your holy name, God. Thank you. Oh, God, we bless you. Yes. Thank you, God. And God, we know that whatever we have for us tonight, God. Oh, God, that it cannot return back to us, Lord, God. Oh, God, your word will go out and do exactly what we've asked it to do. Hallelujah. Deliver, restore, reveal, my God. We thank you. I thank you tonight, God. And we just love you, Lord. Yes, oh, yes, yes. Pray this. Hallelujah in the yes. name of the Father, my yes. God. Yes. And the Holy Spirit, my God. We thank you right now, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Oh, God, yes. your word, my God. Thank you. Hallelujah. In the name thank of Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, God. Thank you, God. We bless you. Oh, God, we thank you tonight. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, Father. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Somebody died that's in the flesh, you could cry all day and mm-hmm. mourn them 
but you can't mourn your, you know what I'm saying? Something wrong with y'all. Y'all need to get. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Y'all looking at me like I'm crazy. And that I'm crazy for Jesus because I'm a shedder tear. Because that's what mm-hmm. he means to me. If I could cry for somebody in the flesh, I sure can cry for a man in the spirit. That's right. That's right. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Amen. Mm. Amen. Thank you, Father. I'm telling you, people people talk about the Lord as the head of their life and sit in church on the, on, on on Resurrection Sunday and, and won't even stand up, won't even do nothing. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. And no rocks cry out to me. Thank I'll you, tell you one thing. I'll tell you one thing. Huh. Whenever I, I from for the day that I really felt and understood from seeing the movie. Woo. When I saw that movie that uh uh what's his name made? Mel Gibson. The Passion of Christ. Yes. That took me you know, because we always saw the story, but we didn't see it in that, how real it was. Then let me know what he really went through. Mm-hmm. And when I think about him every time going through all that just for me. Yes, yes. I got yeah. I, I to cry. I yeah. can't do that but cry. Because I know there ain't nobody else that would do that for me. Mm. Mm. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Y'all, y'all Thank tell you. me how many how many people going to die for you. Mm. Amen. None. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Father. Thank you for your son. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Hallelujah. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody going to die for you. But Not even kids in 2015. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody dying for you but you. That's right. Jesus. Mm-hmm. I thank all I thank all y'all for being here tonight. Uh, we I was a little late and I had to call Pastor off right. I said, Please just go there and pray for him till I get home. Uh, I was all the way deep, deep, deep in Alabama. So I <laughs> I was on my way up out of Alabama. But we thank God that I'm here, and I thank God all y'all are here, and we're going to go into the Word of God. Um, we're just going to go in the Word of God, because everybody that's here and those, um, we'll go through, we'll let, I tell you what, we're not, we're going to do things in the order that God has them always doing this line. We're going to ask. Uh, evangelist Easter to go on and give the announcements. Okay. And we thank and we send thanks again unto the, our honorary sister that that will come at <laughs> at any call. And we just thank you again, Pastor Alpha. Yes. Amen. Praise God, everyone. Oh, it's what a blessing it is to be on this line tonight. Um, announcement is as follows. Reverend Carpenter, on Monday night's Bible study, phone number 724-444-7444. The access code is 845-89-POUND-1-POUND. 
7 p.m. Tuesday night at 7 p.m., we have the House of Refuge by Pastor Robin Albright. That number is the same as tonight, 724-444-7444. The code is different. The access code is different. It's 136-472-POUND-1. Pound, 7 p.m. On Wednesday night, we have the Open Mic Ministry, um, and that number is still the same, 724-444-7444. And the code is the same as tonight, 845-89-POUND-1-POUND, one pound, 7 p.m. On Thursday night, we have Reverend Carpenter, Again, with Bible study, and we will be in the book of Job 13, I believe, but um, there will be some corrections after I finish. Bible study, um, that number is 646-307-1990, and the code is one five three one two. Seven two six three pound, and that's at seven fifteen p.m. on Thursdays. Friday night we have Elder Elder Renee Brooks, and she has the Wow Pad Ministry, which begins at nine p.m. Seven at seven. Okay, we have a new hour now. That's it. Everybody don't went to the seven number. Seven, seven means complete. So we done completed it in this ministry. Everybody comes on at seven. Thank God. Right. Um, step on Thursday, we will have the 7.15 p.m., but everything else is at 7 p.m. Yeah. Um, and her number, Elder Brooks' number, is 712-775-7024. The code is one five three three eight eight pound. Um, on Saturday night, this Saturday, we will have the latest night out at the round table <laughs> by yours truly, Evangelist Easter Williams. Hey, Yay. and that number will be seven two four 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 four. Seven four four four, and the code would be the same as tonight eight four five eight nine pound one pound, and also these um the numbers will be posted in the Bible room um an hour or thirty minutes earlier for uh, those who are all on Facebook. You can go to Reverend Carpenter David Carpenter, uh. Minister Robin Albright page, uh, uh, Renee Elder Brooks of uh, the Bible Room. We will have these numbers posted each uh, hour early, earlier, or either thirty minutes earlier. So you can always find out, um, get the numbers of what we're having. Um, any correction, I'm a, I'm a go on mute and have hand it over to Reverend Carpenter. Amen, amen. No corrections necessary. Everything was said in light order. Please the key to the announcement. And please act according to the ones or the ministries that you so desire to come and be a part of. 
Oh, hallelujah. We also will. We're, we're, we're waiting on Pastor Albright right now, but she will be coming up with the mailbox number, um, and then we'll start to make our forwards to start sowing our money going towards the TV station. So we're looking forward to doing that and getting on the move and us getting some time. We're going we're gonna to look around post in November or the holidays to do that. Amen. Amen. So we'll be sharing everybody's stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going into the book of Romans, the fifth chapter. I hear some voices I know. We're going to go on, and um, we was de- we had designated for uh, evangelists to do the reading, um, but I hear some other people that I know will love to read, and we're going to um, we're going to ask. Hello. We're going to ask the elder to open us up and read from verses 1, from verses one to 5. Amen. Amen. Okay, give me one second. I'm pulling it up. All right. Morning, man. I have the other translation on paper, so. Let me get I'm going to reread them out of the one I'm out of my. just. I just have y'all open up and read them because I like to have people read because I want you to be, I always want people to feel part of the Bible study and to feel the word when they read. Amen. Okay. Okay, Okay, I got it. And I will take any volunteers on the line that want to read. So um, don't be, after she reads, say, I'll read and I will let you go on and read. Okay.对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，
there's only one name we got to call on for us to go into a place of peace. For Jesus said that my peace surpasses all understanding and protects the heart and the mind. Mm-hmm. And that is that is such an awesome thing that I don't have to look for peace nowhere else. Because all I gotta do is look for peace in Jesus. Man. And this is and this is when you start to think about all the other scriptures that come into play, that I can do all things through Christ Jesus that strengthens me. Because when whenever we're weak we're not in peace. But when we think about that scripture that who can shift me to make it through is Jesus Christ she starts to move in my in our spirit. Mm. Hmm? Come on now. All you gotta do is quote one of those scriptures and you come and you come to yes. a place of peace. Yes. You come to a place of peace. What you think you can't do and, and, and people are in front of you and when people get in front of you and, and, and stand up and say things and bring you down and make you think you can't do something, you are not in peace with the people that are around. But all you gotta do is say, "I can do all things through Christ Jesus." Yes, yes. And your peace peace comes back, and your peace empowers you to go on and move past whatever took your peace from you. Thank you, Jesus. And so many of us on this line have had our peace taken from. Yes, Jesus. He went on to say, by whom also we have access by faith into the grace wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And that was something Paul, having proven the sinfulness of both Jew and Gentiles, that both must be redeemed alike by Christ through faith and grace. Paul Paul now taking up the argument of the divine method of dealing with sin and the secret of a victorious holy holy life. The question comes up that if salvation is free apart from works, if the more hindrance the sin, the more abundant the grace to pardon. Then we have to think about that because then of God may become magnified. Wow, when you think about that. Mm-hmm. Having favor having favor with God is is um when it says um access by faith into this grace. Um, just having favor with God to the same faith that would first give us peace with God. Amen. Jesus, thank you, Father. And see, it says, by whom also we have access by faith into the grace. And that, that is powerful for itself because it really introduces God by Jesus Christ to the interview. But we are to remain with him as part of his household. Mm. And we are, we are part of we we are part of him into the grace within we stand. We stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. 
We stand in the grace of God. It's his grace. It's his grace that empowers us. It's his grace that we stand on and being who we are. For grace is the unmerited favor of God that God gave us that we didn't do nothing for or we didn't do nothing to receive it, but he gave it to us. Wow. So you just said that's why that's so powerful. When, 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 when you think about that, it's because of faith. It's because of the word that was preached by the prophets. It's because of all of them before the New Testament. It's because Abraham believed. It's because Moses declared all of these things that we had access to his grace. And grace is the thing that pardons us. We didn't even have access to that. We were just sinful and nasty before God. But because of the faith of those who gone on before us and Jesus Christ's death and resurrection, we had access to just the grace. Is that powerful? Amen. 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 And the thing that you got to think about so powerful that the people of the old didn't have, they wouldn't move in child of grace. Thank you for your grace, God. They was not moved inside of the grace of God. Mm. Thank you. Yet us, yet us, he chose us to pour his grace out on. Oh, God, when I think of his goodness. You have to think about, you got to think about that unmerited favor. That that because of the grace of God that you walk in the favor of God. Everybody be trying to look for the favor of God, and they walk in it as long as they walk in His grace. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can I tell you all? Can I say that to you all one more time? Amen. You don't have to look about walking in the favor of God. Just, just know that you're walking in the grace of God, and then His grace brings about His favor. People are trying Amen. to search out. To, to walk in the favor of God, and they're already walking in it because they're walking in his grace. <laughs> if we just take a moment to even think about where each of us came from when God called us, if we could think about our nastiness and what we did before we gave our hearts to Christ, given we still have flaws and, we, yeah, we sin and come short, but when we just think about where he brought us from, he didn't have to call us where we was at. He could have let us die right where we were. My God. Mm. My God. My God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, I got one for you. This this is the next one. That's just that. next this, this is the next verse. And I want y'all to tell me, because mm-hmm. I want to hear from y'all, because mm-hmm. I'm going to ask a question. I'm going to ask a question about this. And I want y'all to tell me where y'all see it at. Mm-hmm. In the next verse, it says, And not only so, but we glory in tribulation also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience. What I want to know is, where do you see the glory in your tribulation? <laughs> mm. Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> because because James James told us to count it all joy when we going through. I could never find out where the joy was in me going through. Now I wanna know where it says here that 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 that, that there's glory. Tell me where your glory in tribulation is. <laughs> 
just in knowing that he's going to bring us through. It's those things yeah, that we he can bring us out. Yeah, and bring us closer to him. It builds his character in us. Yeah. The that we suffer. Yeah. I think that long no. suffering is one of those characteristics of the fruit of the spirit. I'm sorry. I think I cut you off. I'm sorry. No, you didn't. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. You might have. Anyone else was saying something? Go ahead and talk. I, I'm listening. I agree. I agree with um, Minister Robin. I think. I think. I also think that it's the part by God is going to bring us through. Mm-hmm. He's going to make a way for us. That's our glory right there. He's going to bring us through. We have tribulation trials and tribulation. But if you have faith and you believe in God, he's going to bring you through. And, and, uh, and also I would like to add to that patient. If we're patient, yeah. um, like when Rome, um, in Romans 8.25 said, but if we hope for what we see not, then mm. we do with patient wait for it. If mm. we patiently wait on him, yeah. then um, he will bring us through our tribulation. But we have to have patience. And I'd like to add to um, that also, and once we get a little further into Romans, but it says we know that all things work together for the good of them mm-hmm. who are up. Yeah. called according to this purpose. And, and yeah. you know, we have to understand that Jesus suffered, and that yeah. the suffering of this time should not be compared to the glory that we should receive when we get to heaven. Mm-hmm. So that should help us also that in our time of tribulations, in our time of suffering, that this won't last always. Right. You know, just, just like, you know, David said, joy, you know, we, we can endure for a night, but joy come in the morning. We know right. we have to weep. We know we have to endure. But we it's just like Elder said earlier, we have the insurance of knowing that God will bring us out. Mm-hmm. And make us not going to leave us in that state. Stronger. What we go through make us most stronger. Uh, yeah. we endure yeah. and, and, and everything it just only make us stronger for the next triple, a trial we don't have. Amen. 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 Okay, now I'm, I'm going to give you all the revelation that God gave me. Mm-hmm. God, God gave me this because when James talked about that I need to count it all joy when I, went, when I go through trials and tribulations, like mm-hmm. I said, it bothered me. I was like, I don't, I don't, I'm not happy while I'm going through and ain't no happy feeling. I don't really want to go through it. So, you know what I'm saying? And and it made me really think. But then when I read this one, and it said that there's glory in tribulation. Yeah. God said, let me show you what I mean. Let me show you where the glory is. And let me show you where the joy is. And how they come together while you're going through. He took me over me over to Second Corinthians, the third chapter, and around the 17th verse. And he said, now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Mm-hmm. But we all, with unveiled faces, beholding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just mm-hmm. by the Spirit of the Lord. And he let me know one thing, that every time when I go through a trial and a tribulation, that he is glorified when I come out. But through the fact of what the joy that I embrace 
is that I'm being transformed while I'm going through my trial and my tribulation that he may be glorified in me coming out of it. So there's, there, there's a transformation that's going on while I'm going through. And my transformation is that I'm becoming more like him by enduring the things that come against me. And when I come out of them, he's glorified because I'm doing the same thing he did. Building God's character. Mm-hmm. Wow. Ain't that mm-hmm. something? That, yes. that the character of Christ is being transformed in you when you're going through your trials and your tribulations. Mm-hmm. And that every time you come out, he's glorified because he showed you how to come out. Mm-hmm. And where he shows you how to come out is when you read about him in, in, in your Bible. Because there was a near trial or tribulation that he never came out. He spent 40 days in the desert, and the devil the devil took him through a whole bunch of stuff and his weakest point, but yet he came out. He says, one thing that my yoke is easy and my burdens are light. Even going to the cross, he came out, and he still was in victim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's why when he came out, the father was glorified about the son coming out and giving his life for us. And now when we go through, the son is glorified because we come out, because we went through. And I love what... um. Um, the second Corinthian says on um, the fifth chapter down to 20:21. It says, "Now when we are ambassadors, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech you by us. We pray you in Christ stead, reconciled to God, for He had made Him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we may." might be made the righteousness of God in him. And that's deep. Amen. 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 Because that is talking about Christ's behalf. He reconciliated to God. And he, he reconciliated us to God through him. Yes. So, so when we're going through our trials and tribulations, it's just, it's just another format of him going through with us what we're going through. Because he leads us through whatever we're going through. All we got to do is call on him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's supposed to try to go out. The reason that a lot of us have a hard time coming out is because we don't call on him. We try to come out ourselves. Ourselves. Right. I have done that plenty of time and, and failed. And you know when we call on Jesus, when it's all over. Yes. When we don't, when, when we don't fail the test, mm-hmm. we call on Jesus. Call on Jesus. Mm-hmm. But we should have called him when the test showed up because he was took us through the test. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Amen. You know, you know. Do you know one one thing? And, and this is funny, and it may not may be funny. But 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 God gave us someone to help us cheat. Yes, through the testings that we go through. <laughs> and, and y'all want to know who 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 helps us? Who's the cheater? 
who helps us be able to cheat and make it through? It's the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is here to counsel us and lead us, and if we allow it, it'll lead us right through it. Mm-hmm. Even though we might not know what we're going through, but it'll lead us whatever we're going through. It's funny. <laughs> Jesus. And, and, and that's something he placed in us to give us. It's like it's like having a cheat sheet. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times when when we when we when we are tested, when a test comes before us, we don't know when the test is going to come. That's true. But you know one thing: the, the, the Holy Ghost knows how to how to make it through whatever test do come. God, my God, my God. And you can't beat that. It's inside of you. All you got to do is rely on it. Mm-hmm. That's all you got to do. It goes on to say, patience, experience, and experience is hope. Somebody, somebody's phone, we can hear a lot of noise. Yeah. I don't want to have to start muting people because someone just mute their phone and when they get ready to talk, they can come back on. Thank you. Now, patience experiences in patience hope. You know, a lot of us don't have no patience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, know I, I know I should get a bunch of amen because we all have a time with having patience. Right. I know I ask God all the time for patience. A lot of y'all ask God for stuff and y'all want it right away. Y'all don't want to wait. Y'all don't want to have to go through nothing to get what you want because you ain't got no patience. Some of y'all getting a line at the grocery store and can't even stand in that line without saying, I, I wish she'd hurry up. Why is she taking so long? We're holding this line up. Mm-hmm. I always ask God for patience. <laughs> and then when I say, well, then I say, it's really working, it's really working. And then he always put me through a test. Mm-hmm. He always put me through a test and I'd be like, oh, no, I need, I need to pray. I need God to give me patience. I thought I had it. Uh, they test you at work. Yes. They test your pictures at work. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Yeah. They do me like that too. I be praying and asking God to please help me not to say nothing I shouldn't say. You know what I'm saying? Because they do test you. They do. Yes. Oh yes. They test you now. They'll push you to the limit mm-hmm. to see how you react. Yeah. But I, 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 I done pray to the Lord so. I, I surprises everybody. Mm. Like I tell them, the things I used to do, I don't do them no more. <laughs> I do not do that no more. I'm a young on all them things now. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 But you got to see, your patience helps build your character. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You imagine, you imagine what kind of patience Jesus had that any time that he went, he went out, the Sadducees and Sadducees always came to mess with him. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he had patience. He didn't have patience, you know what I'm saying? Here they come, you know what I'm saying? And they saying this and saying that, looking for an answer from him. And he stood there with his patience and waited. And he would wait for him to come. He see him coming, he wait for him. That's patience. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. They come, they, they go, hey, they gonna come over here. And, they gonna come over here and mess with me. So, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's patience, but that showed his character. Because whenever we don't have patience, we lunge out at people because we don't have no patience. Why are you taking so long when we don't even have patience with our children? We we, we scream and yell at them. Come on here. You're taking so long. Mm-hmm. Didn't I tell you to hurry up? What's taking you so long in that, that room? Come on and get dressed, girl or boy. Hurry up. No patience. And the thing about it, you ain't going to get to wherever you're going no faster than what you're going to get there. No patience. That's true. But we have to understand that even with Jesus showing us in, in the Word, that it builds our character to have patience. Yes. A lot of people used to tell me, oh, you got patience. And I used to say when my mama said, well, patience is a virtue. Oh, I was blessed with patience. And it wasn't I was blessed with it. It was something that God just showed me how to have. Amen. And sometimes that's why I, um, even our tests and trials and tribulations, um, we are tested. Just to see um, how patient we, um, Jesus, uh, God wants us to see just how patient we're going to be through our tests. And the thing about it, y'all have to understand, when y'all patient, y'all got to wait on the Lord. The Bible says those who wait on the Lord, he shall renew their strength, and they shall mount up on wings of eagles and run and not be weary and walk and not be faint. So God says that, that if you just be patient and wait, I'm going to strengthen you that you'll be able to wait a little longer. Mm-hmm. Then he tells you in another scripture, thank you, Holy Ghost. He says, those that endure to the end. People that endure about, about coming to the end, they got patience. They wait. But when you're enduring something, you got to have some patience to wait on the Lord to come strengthen you in what you're going through. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Y'all get like them old people. I'm going to lay my religion down. <laughs> but they ain't had no patience. Old ladies will tell you real quick. Well, let me have to lay my religion down because I'll jump on you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ain't had no patience. <laughs> I wasn't old and I said it. <laughs> <laughs> He was hanging around them old ladies too long. That's what happened. But anyway. <laughs> I say it too. I say it too, dancers. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, all you old. That's well, all them young women with them old spirits. See, y'all hung around them old people, and them old people just mm-hmm, pass it on. <laughs> <laughs> 
I said it too, so one day I thought about it. I remember I used to say stuff like, when I get to heaven, I'm going to beat up Eve for giving Adam the fruit and all kind of stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> one day he was praying, and the Lord said to me, Renee, what makes you come, What makes you think you coming up here with that? I made my religion down. never thought about that. I said, wait a minute. If we lay our religion down, that means we got to lay the Holy Ghost down. You know, you said that too. Oh, yeah. Let me put my Holy Ghost over here. I said, wait a minute. If I went out the Holy Ghost, the devil can beat me up. I'm going to have to beat people up with the Holy Ghost and ask God to forgive me later. <laughs> I said, I'm scared to put him down. <laughs> He had to correct me. Yes, he did. <laughs> oh, God. We say some dumb stuff sometimes in, 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 in all the name of Jesus, right? <laughs> and we got we, we really got to rest in our hope. Because the sense here is that, wow, hope. No one hope does not disappoint. Because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Who was given to us? Wait a minute. Hold up. We just talked about. Okay. Now, hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Hope does not disappoint. Because when you have faith and you believe, the Bible says in Hebrew that faith comes by hearing. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it lets us know that. But then it says, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, not Hebrew, but anyway. It says in Hebrew, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So hope is in the midst. Of your faith. Come on, somebody. Hope is in the middle of your faith. So so the Bible says here, now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Come on, somebody talk to me about that. Tell me tell me what kind of power hope got. Hope got the kind of power to make you wait on something you can't see. You know, you could hope for something to happen tomorrow and believe in it and, and have faith in it. And and and, me, and 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 bring it over to God, and God will make it come to pass. Because you understand that that in your hopes, you can't see what you're hoping for, because it ain't materialized. So you're hoping for something you can't see. I'm waiting. Y'all should catch that. The thing about when y'all hoping, because you hope in Christ Jesus, 
and he is the power of your hope. Because you you ain't never seen Jesus. Who's seen Jesus? Anybody on the line? Who walked with him? Who any, any apostles on the line? Who was with Jesus? But Jesus is the power of your hope because your hope is in him. Even those that walk with him didn't have hope in him. Look at Doubt and Tom. <laughs> <laughs> And they, they, they was, you know, the disciples of Jesus every day. They, they, they got more of him than, I mean, you know, than we do, you know what I'm saying? Because they were able to touch him, able to hear him, able to see him. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and we, we don't, I mean, we can hear him, but we don't see him. You know what I'm saying? It's physical. But, you know, and they still doubted. Still didn't believe half the stuff he said. Yeah. And, and, and. But that's some of us. Some of us don't believe some of the stuff until God manifests into our life and, and, and enhances and, and strengthens our, our faith that he can do the unthinkable. He can do the unspeakable. But we all, we've all been in that place of having some unbelief. Yeah. Yes, yes. You know, we've all been that man with the son. And Jesus said to him, how can I, what can I do for you? And he said to the man, and the man said to him, I believe, but help me with my unbelief. A lot of us believe, but then we, we, we come into a place of unbelief because we don't, we don't extend the hope that Jesus brings in us. You know, and, and that's a powerful thing that, that, that you have to understand, that that you believe, but then there's certain things you fall into an unbelief for. Go ahead, sister, I heard you. Oh, no, I was actually repeating what you said, and I, I could barely hear you, but that's okay. And, and, the thing, and the thing about it is that it's letting us know here that because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts, by the Holy Spirit would give us unto us. That it's through the Holy Spirit that that, that embraces us to, to want to walk and know how powerful hope is. See that's why some of that some of the situations and circumstances that the Lord allows us to go through in those tribulations is for us to believe. It's for us to allow our faith to grow. Pastor Coppins, I, I believe um, a couple, last week, uh, one of those nights, you were sharing about the measure of faith, and God gives every man that measure. But Amen. it's supposed to grow in what we what we endure and what we deal with. And just like you were just saying a, a minute ago, Evangelist, well, I, it just kind of took me to John, the 11th chapter. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, 15th verse, and you know that was when he came into the city and um, Lazarus had died. Mm-hmm. I, I, in that 15th verse, he specifically, it's in red letters, says to the disciples that part of the reason for his tarrying, he said, I, I, I did this with Lazarus so that you would believe. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't talking to the multitudes and the people and Mary and Martha. He was talking to the twelve. 
That's his word. And it's and it's so odd. We walk with Christ. We eat with Christ. We pray and fast and spit and cry and hick him aside and still don't believe him. It it takes trials and tribulations. We really don't appreciate sunshine unless it's raining. And that's why that's why the word that's why the word tells us that we have to test our faith. The word yes. tells us to test our own faith. Yeah. Our faith because because we we the thing about it we can say out of our mouth what we believe, but it's not about what you say out of your mouth. It's what is about what's in your heart. Because yes. wherever 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 doubt shows up, it's going to show up in your heart. Mm-hmm. And don't be ashamed about hope. Hope is not nothing to ever be ashamed. Hope is not a thing to be ashamed because hope will never disappoint you. How's everyone this evening? I'm sorry for being late. It's been a very long day. Amen. This is Willa Dean. I'm just not too long joining you. All right. We thank you for joining us. Amen. Uh, we're, we're in Romans, the fifth chapter, and we're at the fifth verse. We're at the fifth verse. But the thing, the thing is that we have to, as as the elder said, that I talked about the last week about God giving us a measure of faith. We've all had a measure, and in that measure, he has, he has given us things to make our faith grow. Yeah. And the thing about it, a lot of you on this line have had things happen that you didn't even think could happen. Mm-hmm. And when it happened, you knew it couldn't have been nobody but God that did it. Mm-hmm. Amen. When, when God did it, it should have took you into another level of faith. But you know what? It took you up. Mm-hmm. It didn't happen to make you to make you doubt again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, let me tell you what what the, what what happens that that puts you in a doubting place how long it takes for it to happen. Mm. Can I say that to you again? How long it takes for it to happen. Whatever you ask God for, whatever you're looking for God to do, if it doesn't happen at a certain time period that you needed to or you wanted to happen, you start, well, I said, you still praying for that thing? Yeah, God is going to show up after a while. And people can hear the way you say it. From how enthusiastic, how, how enthusiastic your voice was when you first talked about. It. I know God is going to do this thing for me. Oh, I'm looking. And a month later, they say, "Did God do it there?" No, nah, God ain't did it yet. And I'm still enthusiastic. Your voice, your voice should still be high pitch. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Amen. That's you where that. Come on, come on, a lot of your. I'm, I'm gonna let you go, uh, 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 Elder. But a lot of you on your line know I'm telling you the truth. Y'all have met many of the people that were so uplifted about what God was getting ready to do and what they were asking God. And when you saw them, you said, well, did God bless you yet? No, I'm still waiting on that blessing. You can tell. You can tell by the sound of their voice how they, how they sound, how they feel. Go ahead, 
I was just saying, when we talked about um, earlier in the book of Ephesians, that's where that Abraham hope against hope come in. We got to hope against hope so our, our high pitch will continue. <laughs> no matter what it looks like, we still got to hold on confession, hold on to our faith, hold on. <laughs> Amen. We got to hope against hope at that point. Amen. When I start um, th- talking about this, um, my, I'm, I'm going to say it. But every time I start talking about this is how I know there's a God. This is how I know that there's his son. This is how I know it's the Holy Spirit. Among everything that I went through in my past, especially this particular night when I was going around a curve and it was raining, pouring down rain, and when I was going fast about 55 around a curve, um, my car hit an embankment and went up in the air. And I remember, all the thing, only thing I remember is holding my head down on the steering wheel. Did not know how I was going to come down from up my car up in the air. And when my car landed, it landed at a stop sign. The stop sign. Some people came running out of their, their mobile home. And I remember the only thing, I didn't know what happened. I couldn't hear them right then. But after a while, I heard them just bamming on my window. And it felt like something unloosed me, like something had me tight. But it uh, unloosed me. And after it unloosed me, I could speak. And I told them, I'm okay. I am okay. Just let me out. And when I got out, I went walking, just walking around my car. And I still felt confused. I didn't know what happened. But my car stopped at a stop sign when it could have landed in another ditch or turned over and killed me. And that's when I, that's when I, I know there's a God. There's Jesus, his son, and the Holy Spirit who protect me that night. Because if Amen. men die when they, their car go up in the air and get killed. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I walked around and I went to the grocery store, the food line that night because my son was coming home from Texas. After all this happened, I still was just thinking about what just happened. But I went and got groceries and went home and got in my recliner. And my my husband doing then asked me, "What's wrong? You you feel you look strange." I said, "I don't know, but you can go out and look at the car. The car is okay, but I I hit an embankment. It was up in the air." <laughs> He came back and said the car would just um, had a flat tire. Mm-mm-mm. Now you tell me, tell me that I tell you one thing: there's a God. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. Yes, and you gotta understand: this is the thing that God does out of the unexpected to show you who He is. To increase yes. your faith. To, to increase your faith. Yes, yes. You know what I'm yes. Because you know what? Yes. There's so many times in our lives that God showed up, and if He didn't show up, we wouldn't be here. Yes. I know that's right. Yes, yes. And 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 yet these are the things that God looks us. Mm, hallelujah, glory to God. I'm going to give somebody this, and you need to think about it. When you're going through something, God wants you to look back at where I brought you from. Yes. Yes. And what Hallelujah. I that don't doubt that I can't bring you through this. That's right. Amen. Because if I brought you through that, Hallelujah. that, that, and that, 
Don't mm-hmm. think I can't bring you through this. Yes. Right. Yes. And he has it. He has it in your spiritual mind Mm-mm-mm. that you go back into the archives of your spiritual of your spiritual library and you mm-hmm. God will pull that book. He wants you to pull that book to remember and start reading that book when you're going through something else. Because if I brought you through this, why can't I bring you through that? Five accidents. Five accidents I've been in. Five accidents. Never a broken bone or scratches. But five car accidents. Mm. Never a scratch or broken a broken bone. Look at God. Amen. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Jesus. I have to give him the glory. Yes. Thank God good. Thank you, God. That's why when when perfect when when Goliath came out there uh, talking to the to the armies of God in First Samuel seventeen, talking about uh, who he who gonna come against this champion and and he's speaking against our God. David was able to go out there and who is this Philistine dog that would defy the armies of God? Because he done he done killed the lion. Then here come a big bear. He done killed the bear. So he know Goliath wasn't nothing. Mm. He has faith in God. He has faith in God. Amen. That's that that faith that we all need to embrace. That 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 even when our giants come, we assume and and embrace the faith that David had against the lot. On in here, Amen. We all we all got our lives, but ladies, let's go on. Um. We're going to go on and ask Evangelist Easter to go on and read from 6 to 11. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. But when we were yet without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. But scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet pre-adventure for a good man, some would even dare to die. But God commanded his love toward us in that, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we should be saved from wrath through him. For if, when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled we shall be saved by his life. And not only oh, yeah. so, but we we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the anointment. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, God. Amen. Well, let's let's go on because this 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 is this is oh, woo. This this is. <laughs> This got to lift you up. It says, for when we were still without strength, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. Who, who died for you? He, Jesus. There's somebody that died for you, and you were ungodly when he died for you. Yes, yes. God, please. And he was your strength, even in your ungodliness. God. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I mean... I mean, you didn't know him, but he knew you, and still he died for you. 
even though you didn't know him. Because, mm-hmm. see, when we was in our godliness, we didn't know Christ. Mm-mm. And a lot of us might have known about a God if we knew that. But we might not even know about a God while we were in our ungodliness. But yet, he died for you in your ungodliness. Oh, yes. I was hiding and dodging from people, Lord Jesus. I, know, I didn't know anything about Jesus. And how many people, how many people in your ungodliness died, would die for you? I'm talking about the people that were walking alongside of you in your ungodliness. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Not, ain't, not nothing nothing. Was, ain't nothing was going not on. Not none. Oh, no. <laughs> not none. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yet, Christ died for you. Mm. That's powerful in itself. Yes, it is. You understand that, that one thing, instead or in place of the ungodly, that, that, that instead of an ungodly person dying for us, he died and was the substitute for us. He was your substitute. Yes. Yes. We can we can teach and preach the word of God, but you know, people that's that's down the road that where I've been, we can share our testimony of of of, of what we have done. Because we, it's only God can deliver them, but we have to teach and preach the word and leave it up to God because the same God that saved me can save them too. But um, um, some people like to look down upon those who are sinning and don't know we've been down that road too. And we just have to wait on God, just preach and teach it to them, but wait on God to deliver them, just pray for them because we've been down that same road as well. Now it's probably not as bad now. And that, and, and see, see, that's what, what we have to understand. We're going. Let's, let's just let's just just show you how we need to embrace our Lord and Savior in a mighty way. It says here that for scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet be avenged for a good man. Some would even dare to die. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Let me tell you something. I'm going to show you how powerful. I'm, I'm going to show you how this is. I watch people, and I watch couples all the time walking the street, and I always watch a lot of men walking and women on the outside. Mm-hmm. And why? Because them men ain't going to die for them women. Mm. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I taught my granddaughter, and I, and I taught my daughters. One of the things, and my granddaughter will tell you, I lost some money straight in her house. <laughs> I lost one Christmas, a little Christmas money. Because she won't walk on the inside of me. And I used to tell her, if something jumped this curve, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, it'll hit me first before it hit you. And I taught her, if a man don't walk you on the, on the inside of him, he don't care about you. Wow. <laughs> That's right. That's right, because if, if, if a woman walks or a child is walking with a man, there ain't no way that child should be walking on the outside of that man. There's no way that child should be walking on the outside of his mother with a car's on. True. 
Because you were supposed to be able to give up your life if something jumped that curve, it should hit you first before it even hit that child or, or that or you a man before it hit that woman. That's so true. Amen. But here Jesus gave his life for us and didn't even know you. Yes. Well, I'm going to say this, and I'll reverse that. He knew you, but you didn't even know him. Right. <laughs> Man, wow. And people you know won't even... <laughs> <laughs> it used to be an old story that, that my grandmother and them used to laugh about. And and they used to ask us, if if your wife and your mother was in a boat and the boat tipped over and both of them was drowning, who would you say? And a lot of us would always say our mamas. <laughs> <laughs> Even the women would say, well, I'm going to save my mama because I could get another husband. <laughs> but I can't mm-hmm. get another mama. And that's how Jesus felt about us. Because mm. y'all are the children of my father. And those that belong to him, he could not get another one of y'all if I didn't give my life for y'all. If y'all would have went with everybody else, if he would have destroyed the world again, everybody would have went. And guess what? Even, and, and you know, we think that Jesus is for us, but Jesus did it for all the people, for Abraham and all the rest of them that, that were waiting, Man. that were waiting in the pits of the earth because they had nowhere to go. And nobody ever thought, talked about that. But he didn't only sacrifice his life for us, but he sacrificed, he sacrificed his life for them too. Because when you read the word, and yesterday when he was resurrected, all those, all those that had died before that got resurrected with him because he went into the depths of the earth for the, right. uh, and, and set them free. That's right. And they would be with him. So so if he didn't die and the father would have destroyed the earth, Moses, Abraham, all of them would have went with us, would have went too. Yeah. That's powerful himself. Mm-hmm. And think back that far. That, that that he did it for us, but he also did it for us. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So I'm going to say, but God commanded his love towards us. Yes. And while we were yet sinners, Christ died. Mm -hmm. It's just putting in you to let you know, even when you were undesirable, he still died for the undesirable. Yes. Yes. But you you wouldn't. You wasn't born again. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> the Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And he gave He gave his son for the world. Mm. For the saved and the unsaved. 
for the chosen and the unchosen. Mm. Uh, and to show you how bad, how bad uh, uh, Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane, He prayed for me and you, and we weren't even here yet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he he hadn't even died yet. He hadn't even went to the cross yet. But he prayed for you because he knew you were coming. Yes. And he said, I got to prepare a way for those that are not even here yet that they mm. can come. Mm-mm-mm. Ooh, hallelujah. That they can come and be here. That's some kind of love right there. Because mm. if I don't do this, if I don't go up there and die for them, because they're going to be sinners when they come anyway. Because they're going to be born into iniquity, so they're going to be sinners. But yet I'm going to die that they can be able to have life and have life more abundantly in me. How? If I mute their phone again, we can hear you. Thank you. It says, much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from the wrath through him. What wrath are they talking about? Somebody help says much more than being now justified by the blood we shall be saved from wrath through him. If Christ died for us while we were yet ungodly sinners and enemies, how much more will he do for us since we have become reconciliated godly and friends? If he saved us by his death, how much more can he save us by his life? Wow, that's powerful. Because y'all got to understand that, that it's through him that we are protected from the wrath of God on the earth. That if we're in Christ Jesus, we shall not feel the wrath of God. Because there's going to come a judgment day. And when that judgment comes, that day comes, and Thessalonians says those who died in Christ shall meet him in the air. And those that are alive shall join them and meet him in the air. So, so when we meet him in the air and the wrath of God comes along the earth, we should not be partakers of the wrath of God. That's true. But the only thing that the only reason we won't be is because of Christ Jesus. That's right. Hmm. See, so if He did that for us hmm, while we were sinners, how much more? Has he as he as he put over us that he's going to do for us as being born again children of God? He covers us that we will not feel the sting of the wrath of God because he's going he's going to take us and separate us from them. We all know about he's going to do with the weak and the tear. He's going to separate. 
Oh God. Because you don't you don't want to be one of them people that, that wakes up or walk the street and turn around and you're talking to your friend and then your friend gone and you still here. Show no. <laughs> Definitely not. Mm-mm. And that's why you got to walk in Christ. That's right. This is why you have to walk in him. Because when he comes, it's only those that are in him that are going to go back with him. Yes. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. For if we, for if when we were enemies, we were reconciliated to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his, by his life. Much more, much more. If he reconciled us while we were sinners under him, how much more should we be as walking with him as children of God? Hmm. I think about it too. <laughs> That's powerful in itself. That is powerful in itself. Yes. Because to change from an enemy to friendship, reconciliate us or reconcile us to, to God through him. He said, you shall now no longer be slaves, but you shall be my friend. He came and he changed our relationship with him from being Known of being being visualized as a slave and became his friend. Mm-hmm. It's through his his our relationship with him that reconciled us unto God. Because if he if he never came, we wouldn't have had no relationship with God. Because and and I, I'm gonna take you back that the veil would have still been up. But yet he tore the veil down that we could have a relationship through him with the Father. If the veil was still up, still up, we would have to have a relationship to a man. And some of y'all, some of y'all pastors, I wouldn't want. I wouldn't. Some of the pastors I met, I, I wouldn't want them to have to have my relationship with God through some of them. Oh. <laughs> y'all can laugh. I'm telling you the truth. Y'all know, some, y'all know some of them. Y'all have been under some people that, mm-mm, uh-uh, I, you, I don't need you to go before God for me. <laughs> because if it had to be for man, God said, put no trust in man. That's right. And if you told me don't put no trust in something, I ain't gonna I don't need to be going to have you to be my mediator between me and God. Mm, that's right. Amen. Mm-hmm. One, that's Jesus. <laughs> that's, that's, 
That's why that's why we got Jesus. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Because we needed somebody that was going to be able to be without spot or wrinkle and before the eyesight of, of the Lord, of the Lord our God, and be able to receive our aims, our requests, or whatever we speak of, that he can bring it before the, before the Father and it could be heard. Because you know the Bible says that the, the devil is an accuser of the brother. He's always born before the throne accusing us of something. Mm-hmm. But it's Jesus who steps in, in the gateway. He's our lawyer. Mm-hmm. And he stands and he stands up for us. That's right. It says, and not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. And that atonement is being... Being reestablished with God. The record to to be to be uh, reconciliated to God. And the only way that our lives was was able to for that to be done was through Christ Jesus. And that's powerful in itself to, to know that, that that by no other means. That's why Jesus said the only way to the Father is through me. You know, we talked, I think the other day we were on one of my Bible studies, one, and they were talking about good people. And people could be good all their, li- all their life, they want to be, but if they don't have a relationship with God, they goodness them doing no They were just good in vain. They were just good people because they ain't going to heaven. They ain't going to be with Jesus. Because if you don't have no relationship with Jesus, you will not be with the Father. Amen. 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 We need to know that. We need to know how vital and how precious our relationship is to us, be, us being able to walk in eternal life with Jesus. Because if we don't see how priceless it is and how much it means to us, believe me, brothers and sisters on this line, you'll be in hell talking about I should have I validated and I should have embraced that relationship with him even more. So, um, because don't don't look at this relationship being no no passing by relationship like you have with some of your friends that you could turn it on when you want to and turn it off. So you go ahead and turn it off like that when you want to, and one of the times you turn it off, you you yeah. die, you go into hell. Amen. So this ain't and and then one time you may turn it back on with him, and he may not receive you back. I'm talking to somebody out there right now. Amen. Go ahead. 
um, do you feel like just like if an unbeliever come and, for instance, if I needed, um, let me see, if I needed some funds to help um, to keep me from being evicted, I'm just using this in term now. Um, I'm going to use myself for instance. If I needed, if I'm about to be evicted from my apartment, and if an unbeliever come knocking on my door and said that I don't know why I'm doing this, but I'm, I want to give you $300, but they they have not accepted Jesus Christ as their Savior, but they just want to give the $300, um, and he don't know, he or she don't know why they are doing that. But they just, um, it was in their heart and been led to come and do it. What do you, What are your thoughts on that? Uh, anyone thoughts on that? Number 22, God is still using asses, just like that one he used to speak to Balak. When Balak went to teach the children of Israel how to curse themselves and the ass began to speak to him, moving him, trying to save his life from the angel that the Lord had sent to cut off Balak's life. Mm-hmm. God will use whom he will. Mm-hmm. He use whom he will to bless you, his child. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And it doesn't matter what it is that's in it, it's the fullness thereof. God will use the fullness to bless you. Uh-huh. Let, me, let, me, let me jump in there and... Help break that down with uh, with the elder took that. Bela was a soothsayer, and back at that time, God used him to do His work. Mm-hmm. And even though he did his own thing, like like the soothsayers we have today, we have people on these phone lines that you can call in. They they uh, what they call them. Come on, y'all. Y'all know what they call them, um, the people on the line when you call and they, they prophesy. Uh, you know those predictors, oh, God, I just lost it. Yeah, the people that predict stuff to you on the phone. I forgot what they call them. Anyway. Psychics. Psychics. Yeah, psychics. Well, that's what, that's what he was like, but he had power, okay, and God would use him. Mm-hmm. And, and one thing that at the time that, that – he went to this king, and this king was going to pay him to put a curse on the children of Israel. And God told him, don't do it. But he didn't want to listen to God because he wanted to get that money. And, and, and he went on, and his donkey turned around and talked to him, and he didn't believe the donkey, so the donkey just, just shut down on him. And when the donkey shut down on him, he looked up. There was an angel with a sword ready to take his head off. Yes. The thing that... that, that I tell you that no matter who comes to sow into you, you know what I'm saying, you got to make the seed a good seed, mm-hmm. okay? Because it don't matter who comes to sow it, you know what right. I'm saying, it's what, it's what kind of harvest you're going to bring out of what they sowed into you. Mm-hmm. Either you could use that money in a bad way or you could use that money in a good way. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And sometimes the devil will send people to sow into you True. just to make you do something that you shouldn't do. True. And that's different. 
You know what I'm saying? So you it's on you because one thing about it, if you presume yourself to be good ground, then ain't nothing but a good harvest to come out of whatever somebody sows. Amen. Amen. And if you ain't, what you thought your ground was, one thing about it, then, then the old cooking tree will, will sprout up and a whole bunch of cooking stuff will come up out of you. True. So that's all I can give you uh, on that. Um, people sowing to you, it's what you do. What fruits are you going to bear and what is sold in? This just was a Would question you? that was um, asked of me. Um, um, and that, and that, you, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. But that answer for anybody that, that wants to know, if what's sold in you is, is the harvest that comes out of you that tells the person who you are. You know what? Sometimes evangelists, people, um, people can see some. Well, people can see the God in you, and 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 sometimes they be looking for a reason to find fault. Yes. They be looking for a reason to say whatever negative about you. So here, you know, remember how they questioned Jesus with with with, with those little things, and Jesus finally said, "Well, neither tell I you." <laughs> when they when they finally said they wasn't they couldn't tell, he said, "Well, neither tell I you by what power I do this." And 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 that's why I I, I I that came up I think in my spirit to share with you because that was one of the things God gave me to preach not too long ago. Not not that I'm cussing. If you read the scripture, it says that um, his ass began to speak to him. We know that's a donkey. The word that's used in the Bible is is, is an ass and a cult. And the way the Lord gave it to me is that God is he's still using asses on our behalf. It wasn't so much about the soothsaying of, of, of the brother because he was wrong. And he was going to teach the people how to disobey God so that they would curse themselves. And 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 and, and like Pastor Carpenter just said, we, we it's it's not so much the seed, mm-hmm. it's the ground that the seed is planted in. Mm-hmm. It's that ground that the seed is planted in because we can take a tomato seed or an orange seed and plant it, but God knows that seed could die and not even come up if the soil is not good. Amen. Mm-hmm. If God used that that cult to come to you, you take that seed and that God has given you to do with it because that's there. He made a way. We don't care how God make a way. Just make a way, God. <laughs> make a way, God. And if he chooses to make his way the way he do and you know it's God, you just got to go forward with that. You know, Amen. that was blessed, Reverend Carpenter. That was so blessed. Amen. 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 We're going to ask Sister, uh, let me see who we're going to ask. Uh, Willardina, are you still here? We're going to ask Sister Willardina. We dropped off. Um. I need somebody. Anybody would like to volunteer and read from 12 to 14? Wherefore, as by one man's sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed unto all men, for all for that all have sinned. 
for until the law for until the law sin was sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed where there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned after the similitude of Adam's transgression, who is the figure of him that was to come. But not all but not all as the offensive also is the free gift for for it is through the offense of one one many be dead. Much more the grace of God and the gift by grace which is by one man, Jesus Christ, has abounded unto many. Amen. And not Amen. Okay, you can stop right there. <laughs> you okay. can stop right there. Thank you. Amen. She opened that up. Yes. Mm. Where, for as by one man sin entered into the world, death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. Yeah. It was just death. Amen. It's just mm-hmm. one man that we all became sinners. Mm-hmm. One man. We all become sinners. And, and and the thing that, 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 that came that, that we have to look at, that God didn't create man and woman to ever die. Mm-hmm. Right. But yet when when, nope. when when they when they yeah. did into the truth, they didn't only bring sin, but they also brought death. Yes, that's right. That's why Elder Brooks want to go get them. <laughs> <laughs> and not <laughs> well, God straightened Elder Brooks out about that one. But the thing is that that not only death in one part, but death in two parts. If they brought about death for the spirit because Adam's relationship with God was over, and then he was going to die sometime later on of the body. Mm-hmm. And there's so many people walking around us today in the church that are spiritually dead. Yes. Yes. There are so many people that are spiritually dead. Yeah, I was spiritually dead. I used to um, um, just time as I had a beat, the drum beat, and just got up and just do my dance. I was spiritually dead. Spiritually dead. wasn't listening at the word of God, but just because the the music sounds so good, I just used to just do my holy dance and not listening at Jesus' word. I was. I'm just keeping it real the way I was back then. Before I got stronger in the Lord and in, in, in His Word and know, uh, got understanding and knowledge, but before then, I, I I just couldn't wait till the music start, just to get up. Amen. Forget it. Amen. 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 And it says, "For until the law, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law." See, 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 the law and, and what it's talking about, and I want you all to understand this, it's talking about that how we walk according to the law, that the law gave sin power. 
because because the people in the course of, of, of walking in the law that we were we were held accountable to the law to walk right. Mm. But guess what? We don't walk according to the law. We walk along. We walk according to grace and mercy. Mercy. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 And that and 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 that means the sin has no power because we walk in grace mm-hmm. and mercy. But in the law, sin has power because then we we have to abstain and hold ourselves to the law. Yes. Yes. And it doesn't matter. We all break the law. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you drive a car. It says go 45, you might go 50. You just broke the law. Mm-hmm. It may say wait for the light to turn red before you cross the street, and you may jaywalk. You just broke the law. Yeah. Hmm. And every time you break the law, the law is in killing deep for breaking the law. Amen? Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a penalty that we all have to face when we, when we break the law. Mm-hmm. And it was, the same, it was the same thing in what it's telling us here, that how the law was and, and the law was, was, was about sin. Because when you broke the law, you committed a sin. If you broke one of the Ten Commandments, you broke them all. Amen. But today we don't stand by that same statute because we are are under grace and mercy. Mm. And where the mercy comes in is that we can repent, ask God for forgiveness, and move on. And guess what our God does? He puts our sins in the seed of forgetfulness. Yeah. Otherwise, what what I did today that wasn't right, whatever thoughts I had wasn't right, I said, Lord, forgive me. I repent. And when I wake up in the morning, I got a new, I start a new chart. They they open up a new page on me, and it's clean. Until the end of the day, whatever's been done, I got to repent for that so I can get me another clean sheet tomorrow morning. If somebody <clears> wants <throat> me, you understand what I'm saying? That that it's because of the grace and mercy we're able to start each day yes. without 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 being... Mm, 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 Say it again. Then someone judge us. Once we ask for forgiveness, it's no matter what anybody says, um, we have to stop letting people remind us of our past. And, and once God erase everything, move forward. And don't no matter, just pray for the people that are so judgmental and want to remind us of our past. I don't know what to say. Forgive us 70 times 70 a day. That's a lot of money. But I heard that voice right there. That voice right there said something. And... What that voice said, we all should have grabbed it. But that voice, that's the voice I heard. It said connected. You see, whatever we did yesterday, we're not connected to today. That's right. 
have no more connection to me. And uh uh that was yesterday. I'm not connected right. to yesterday because right. I made today. And I repented. I asked God for forgiveness and under his grace and his mercy, it was right. granted to me and I'm not connected with whatever was done yesterday because I'm in a new day today. Amen. And this is what's not sometimes it's ourself, but mostly this is what Satan does to try to throw the focus off of off of Jesus Christ to keep us to move forward. He, 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 if we weak minded, we'll think, "Oh Lord Jesus, what, um, what have I done in my past?" and stuff like that. Knowing that we already ask God to forgive us and stuff like that, and that's where some people who are weak minded are fall back in that trap, letting Satan to remind them of their their past. But if this is what I told Satan. I said Satan the. I say, Satan is a past, but God is the future. So when he come up, I say, get out of here. You the past and keep it moving. Yeah. Absolutely. Amen. And that's, that's what it has to be. It has to be about where you at, not where you once were. Right, right. And that's the, that's the, that's the power that... Um, Okay, and it said, nevertheless, death reigns from Adam to Moses. Even over them that had not sinned, after the similitude of Adam's transgression, who was in the the figure of him that was to come. It says in the figure of him Ah, and it's talking about Christ. Mm -hmm. Talking about Christ. It's transgression who is the figure of him that was the Because our sin came through Adam, <laughs> but our forgiveness came through Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. Amen. Our sin came in the figure of one man, and our forgiveness came through the figure of another. Powerful. And the and the one man came to take. To take what the first man did and bring us back in, into dominion, to bring us back into being who God created man and woman in woman from the beginning. But all we got to do is walk in Christ Jesus to obtain. That's something when you think about that through His forgiveness. He gave you back the opportunity to be in power and to move in dominion over the whole planet of the earth. Wow, that's powerful. That is powerful just to think about that. If he came and changed everything that Adam had done, And we established us with the Father. 
not only not only with us accepting him, but by us accepting him, he gave us a relationship again with God. Jesus. Uh, that that's that that's powerful to me. But not as the offense, so also is the free gift. But if through the offense of one, many be dead, much more the grace of God and the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, has abounded unto many. What was the free gift? It's for grace, the great grace of um of God. That's one. But the free gift that it's talking about here is the gift of eternal life. <laughs> he gave you that when you got born again. He gave you a free gift. You didn't do nothing to to to, to, to get the gift of eternal life to be to, to never die again. And the free gift that he gave us, even out of what Adam, even out of the offense, that he gave us the free gift of eternal life. And let me show you what, what, what the power for that means. And, and I think that some people never look at it. But he gave, what he, what he says, out of the offense of sin, that there was a free gift. Even in your sin, even sinful people got a free gift. Y'all should jump on that. Somebody should say, that's right. I know what it is. Because you know what it is? That you got a choice to live eternally with Christ or live eternally in heaven. Which free gift do you want? (laughs) Do you want to live in peace or do you want to be like the rich man asking Lazarus for some water? No, please, no. That's why I said the gift of grace because by <laughs> everything that we have done by God's grace and mercy is where we at now. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Mm, no rich man. Can't, can't do mm. that. And not as it was by one man that sin, so is the gift. For the judgment was by one to condemnation, but the free gift is of many offenses unto justification. Under hmm. hmm. justification. And who who justifies you? Come on, somebody tell me who justifies you. Who, how you you walk around being who you are, saying who you are, but who justifies who you are? Jesus Christ. Uh, amen. Oh, 
Jesus and, and all bishops, because if uh, if it was, and they could see that pastor is teaching and preaching that truth, the true word of God, and because people can't accept the truth and conviction, they they want to get rid of that pastor in some cases. Amen, and, and that happens, and that's just one of the more devilish churches, right? With a bunch of, of heathens in there, right. you know. When you have churches like that, half the people that are in leadership in them churches are one family that spend a lot of money or big donors, give big donations to the church, and their family been doing that for years. And you got some families that that, that run the house of God. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. They're just one of the biggest families in the church, and, and boom, bam. But those, those, are the, those are the churches that are ran by heathen. So, you know what I'm saying? Because half the people that, that in them churches, they ain't saved. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. They ain't saved. And, 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 and a lot of them, you know, a lot of them are family church, are family churches where everybody in the church is related to everybody. Yes, yes. Go ahead and say that. Yes. And then a lot of them churches, after a while, when a pastor comes and one family like them, another family don't like them. Them churches mm-hmm. usually split up after a while. Oh, uh, because the fact they don't, one family want to get rid of them, one family want to keep them, and they get to fighting, and then they split up and they mm-hmm. leave the church and go start them another church somewhere else. Keep it real. That's right. That's right. right. No. Yeah, I'm because telling you how to go. That's right. I've been traveling all my life in the churches. Mm-hmm. So I, I've watched churches go through that. But those mm-hmm. are the churches that are not walking in the full spirit of Christ. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Amen. And the thing about it, that that we have to understand that there are some people that want to change and there are some people that don't want to change. That's true. But it doesn't make the man bad, but the the, the change just because they voted them out. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. If he's truly called by God, God got a house that he's going to be receiving. Mm-hmm. And believe me, those that, that decide to follow him, they'll get up and leave that church just to follow that man because of the word yeah. that he did. Right. You know, I've seen I've seen people running behind, behind, behind so-called men that spoke a good word, and I, God bless her soul, I had a good friend, um, an older woman many years ago, and she ran behind this man. And she was always come tell me, boy, we can't wait. You need to open up your church. I said, now me? So I didn't tell me that. She said, yeah, you ready? I said, you say I'm ready. I ain't ready. But this guy, he went and opened up the church. He listened to them. And his church, a year, he had the same amount of people he started out with. He had, he had And the church was made up of uh, uh, his three little kids, his wife, and about two other people and that lady. And then the other two people were old. They died. So after they died, it was just him and his kids. And, and, and I was like, wow, that's a shame. He mm-hmm. listened to her. He listened to her. <laughs> Ran out there. And people are run out because people come when they say God told them, and they'll run out in what I call a premature run. Mm-hmm. They run out prematurely <laughs> and do what God Calling and do. You need to wait on the Lord. That's right. So true. I run for the Lord to keep pushing me to go out 
instead of me running out, and he, just because he said to go, he didn't say now. He just said, I'm, I'm getting you ready, and I want to I want to run before I'm ready. I could for him to run me down like he did Jonah. Come run me down. <laughs> One thing, if God run you down, you know one thing, just, just whatever he run you down to do, it's going to come to pass. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, it will. It's going to come to pass. You ain't got to worry about it. And sometimes you just got to wait on it. Mm-hmm. Just got to wait on it. Um, let me get where I'm at. Okay. For if one man offends death reign, one man must much more. They which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. And that's powerful in itself. Amen. One man's sin brought us into death. Okay. And it reigns by one, much more, they which receive abundance of grace of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. Much more. Much more that we should reign in the grace of God, that we should move in the power of God, that God should be our God in our life. Then, then we, then what? The adversary had brought upon us about sin. Because when we were sinners, we were crazy. Okay. We were crazy. But when we came into Christ, we got sin, and God poured out some wisdom on us. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it, a lot of you now know who you are when when you was in the world. You didn't know what you were or who you were. You were just running. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us wanted to be something that we wouldn't, that, that, that God didn't even describe for us to be. We wanted to be like this person. We wanted to dress like these people. We saw the people on TV. When we was growing up, we saw the temptations and the stylistics, and we saw all these groups, and we used to love those, seeing them and get dressed up. We wore bell bottoms. We wore fat heel shoes. We we just dressed, but not never dressing to show who we was in our own identity. So we always looked like somebody else. Mhm. But I want to be just like G- what Jesus Christ made me to be, the Holy Spirit. Because you know, in so many, um, um, when you want to be like somebody else, you don't know if. It's people brainwashing people. It's people been in churches, uh, either had tent revival and had um, these apostles or prophets have paid people to be in wheelchairs and make them come up there and make like And that's what yeah. really made me do some thinking and, and knowing that somebody <laughs> came back to me and said, oh, we got paid for doing that. And hearing the people is want, want, going running up there um, saying, that, oh, he's real, he's real. And they pay their money for um to get out the wheelchair to walk. <laughs> we have to have understanding and knowledge and have our own personal relationship with God, the um, Jesus Christ ourselves. And see, that's why God brought us in the place and He let you know He gave you your own identity. 
I say this to y'all all the time. He said, let every man and woman work out their own soul of salvation. Right. So he said, have, be who you are to work out what you see you need to be and what I'm showing you need to be in my kingdom. Mm-hmm. Don't try to be like nobody else because right. you can't work theirs out and they can't work yours out. You got to work out your own. Amen. Amen. I love you all. God bless you. This has been great. I need to be excused from the line. Okay. I love you. Amen. Love you. And I'll see you Wednesday. God bless. Okay. God bless you. God bless you. Good night. We're almost finished. Therefore, by the offense of one judgment came upon all men, to condemnation, even so by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. So it's through, through, through Jesus that our whole just justification of the life that we live in him is justified by him. Because we, didn't, we don't, until we got born again, we didn't have no life. Mm-mm. Because our life, we didn't know what purpose we had or that we were living for. Yeah, we had the things of the world. I want to be rich. I want to be a millionaire. But your, but your life would have had money with no purpose. Mm-hmm. But when we got born again in Christ Jesus, he gave us a reason and a purpose to see what our lives were about. And guess what? He became our reason and our purpose to live. Yeah. I should have got a bunch of amens on that. Because you know what? <laughs> a lot of a lot of y'all sing that same song. I was blind and I could not see. Yeah. I was lost and I could yeah. not find my way. But yet, yet y'all here today and not saying amen because it was him that opened up your eyes. It was him that made you be able to see. It was him that told you what your life was about and gave you value to the life that you're living today, that one day that you'll be rewarded because of the value that he put on your life. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Because before him, you had no life. That's right. Because all y'all and all of us were going to hell. That's right. Now we got a purpose for our life, and our purpose is to be with him in glory. Thank you, yes, Lord. Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Amen. Ain't nothing like that life. I'm going somewhere. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> For as by one man disobedience, many were made sinners. So by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Ain't that something? Yes. Jesus, bring him forth. And bring and what he said, I came not to change, but he said, I came to fulfill. By him being obedient to fulfill the prophecy in the scriptures that were before him, in his obedience, we are blessed. 
Hallelujah. We got blessed. Not because of your obedience, but we got we got blessed because of his obedience. His obedience. Yeah. That's right. And by his obedience, it made us be able to come to walk in righteousness. See, because when he's in you, you're you're walking in the righteousness of of, of God. That, that that's that's just you know you know when God says be as holy as I am holy, I don't have to worry about finding out how I gotta be holy. All I gotta do is still walk in Christ Jesus and I'm holy. Mm-hmm. People get preaching about that that you gotta do this and you gotta do this to be holy. You ain't gotta do nothing to be holy but walk in the grace of in the grace of God and in Jesus Christ and you're holy. Amen. Hello. 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 Hello, I think Reverend Carpenter. I think he might be. Um, he might change phone. Um, Hello, I'm sorry. Hello, I'm sorry. I got knocked off. <laughs> oh, okay. I went back on real quick. But anyway, my thing is, it's through him. You know what I'm saying? That's where that's that's where our life abstains from. It's through Christ Jesus. There's nothing else that we can live in or live by but him. Man. He said that he came to give us life. Yeah. He didn't say nobody else came no. to give us life. He it's said, right. I came to give you life right. and, to give it, and to give it to you more abundantly. Who Man. else in the Bible says they came to give you life? Nobody. Jesus said he came to give you life. Otherwise, if he came to give you something, it's because you didn't have it. And he had to come give it to you. Hmm. Hallelujah. You might have thought you had life, but it wasn't. Mm-mm. Life in the flesh. Yeah. That's the power. He goes on to say, moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound. But where sin abounds, grace did much more abound. The law with its many statutes entered into condemn the many kinds of offenses and make man known in detail what sin was. It was added until the seed should come. Those who accepted Christ receive free pardon of all offenses, and grace abounds and reigns in life. If one sin was too great and harmonious for grace to part, then grace would cease to reign in righteousness, and sin would be more powerful than Jesus Christ in his power. But we know we know one thing that God told 
Paul when Paul had the issue. And he said, move it. He said, no, I'm not going to move it for my grace is sufficient. I don't care what's coming against you. I don't care what sin is, is, is warring with you, but the grace of God is more powerful than anything that can come against you. Because it's his grace that upstains you and holds you to be who you are as his child. Grace. We talked about it earlier. Grace. Because you know why His grace holds you? Because you walk in the unmerited favor of God. God has favor on you. And His favor is the grace that He has in you. Because we we move through grace. I heard Paul say one time, Paul say, I'm not worthy to be called an apostle. But I am what I am because of the grace of God that is with me. <laughs> he didn't say, he said, it's not I, but it's the grace of God that's with me. And it's the power of grace that that, that is with us that is more powerful than any sin that could come against you. Mm-hmm. He says, that is sin had us reign unto death. Even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. That as sin had reigned unto death. What does the Bible say? That the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is what? Eternal life. Eternal life. Eternal life through Jesus Christ. That the wages, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. There's nothing that we can think about that, that that came out of this tonight that is all about Christ. Yes. Oh, yes. It's all about Christ. That, that, that there was death in Adam, but life came in us through Christ. Because when Adam did what he did, Adam brought death upon all. But yes. check it out, because we all were, we all were, we all got to die now. But guess what? Us that in Christ do not die, because we have eternal life. The body dies, but our spirit goes on. One gave us death, and the other one gave us life. Mm-mm-mm. Thank you, God. Ooh, powerful, powerful tonight. This was powerful. Just knowing that He gave His life for us, that we could have life. 
Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to close this out. Does anyone want to make any remarks about what they got out of this lesson tonight? Y'all can speak up freely. I ain't going to call out no names. Just to know that we have peace and joy, grace and mercy, and know that um, um, God has forgiven us when we ask for forgiveness and we can live eternity with him as long as um, we keep the faith, the trust, believe, and have our personal relationship with him, with understanding of his word, the wisdom and knowledge that he has given to us, and to pray daily, to pray, um, keep prayer daily. I've just learned so much out of this lesson tonight. I've learned a lot tonight, but I really enjoyed breaking the breaking down of hope. Um, so I just enjoyed it. I just was quiet, but I was listening. Amen. 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 Anyone else? Yeah, um, this is Angeles Kingsbury. I came in kind of late. Um, but anyway, uh, I heard with the saw and heard, you know, just listening about the foundation because we are the church and people. So to me, it just gave me more inspiration, spiritual way of walking, a lot of stuff we have to overcome because Jesus did. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. Amen. That, that is so true. That, that's what we need to really put in us, that, that he conquered everything for us mm-hmm. that we should more than conquer us. He did the conquering, but then he instead, he, him him embracing us and put seeds in us to be more yes. than a conqueror. I conquered yes. it. I was your conqueror, but now I'm letting you, because I said that you shall do greater things than I did, so you're going to be greater Amen. than me. I was a conqueror, but I made you more than conqueror. There's nothing that we can't overcome. There's nothing that we can't move past. Right. There's nothing that we can't be delivered for, and we just trust in Jesus. It may go through a process. It may not happen as fast as we want. We may still do some of the things that we want to be delivered from, but as long as we rest and believe that he will deliver us, your deliverance and your freedom will come. Yeah. Because he didn't die for us for no, no reason, for, for nothing. His death was for a reason. In a person. We thank all y'all for joining us tonight. And next week we'll be in six. Please study. Uh, I'm telling you, I'm enjoying just going through the word. And, I, and I, I'm telling you, for some of y'all, it's a it's it's a blessing for y'all too. Because one thing about it is that we are coming together. And yes. Which we're all sharing in the Word of God. Yes. Amen. And, and, and I'm going to tell you something. I've been through, through, in my years, I've been through a lot of Bible studies, 
And when God taught me about having an open form Bible study, I thought it was nothing more more of a blessing to anyone to be able to share what God has in it. Because sometimes God will put something in you and you'll get like Jeremiah. You know what I'm saying? Like fire shut up in your bones. Yeah. Hallelujah. You know what I'm saying? Amen. You want to say something in your local Bible study, but they don't do that, so you can't say nothing. Or they, or you do raise your hand and they ignore you. You know? I, I, I can't. I never could say it. <laughs> you raising your hand like you in school and they still ignore you. That used to me. Oh, yeah. And, I, and that's why when God gave me this, and I tell you all to tell your friends to come, because it's like iron sharpening iron. We all help each other. I don't know it all. And when I ask you all, I want to hear what you all have to say. And whatever you all say, ain't, I ain't going to tell you that's wrong, because that's what God shows you. And what God shows you, he showed me something else. And I need to be able to hear scripture and look at it more than one way. Because a narrow-minded person will walk down a narrow-minded path. But a person with a broad look at things will see things from every perspective. Y'all remember that. And with that, tomorrow night is... Pastor Albright, so y'all get a chance, come join her um, on Wednesday night. Please come. I just put up on Facebook, powerful woman of God is going to come for our woman's revival, how to survive the struggle, and that's going to be evangelist Linda L. Porter from Memphis, Tennessee. Come here. She's always been with me for the last Ten years or so, always preaching on my woman's revival. And I'm telling you, she is a blessing to have. And she always, God used her in a mighty way. So come and share in the word of God with her on Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. With that, we're going to go on and ask Evangelist Kingsbury to pray us out. Amen. Thank God. We thank God for you visiting us tonight, evangelist, and we will restore put on my spirit to ask you to go on and pray us out tonight. Oh, Heavenly Father, dear Lord, we come to you once again. Give me the holiest praise. And thank you for all that you're doing for us, Lord, that we can have an ear to hear what the Spirit says. That, Lord, we can come together in unity and love, oh, Heavenly Father, so we can just be continue on one accord so with a power coming among all of us. And, Lord, we thank you for the great work and the greater work within us. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that tomorrow, Lord, will according to your will, that we can wake up with this strong happiness of love when we walk people can see our shining light when we talk they can hear 
the encouragement, Lord, that you are alive within us, Jesus. You are alive. And we thank you that we have the truth and know the truth because you are the truth. Just through your word, Lord. All we need is more courage. Just activate your word. And we just thank you for this wonderful teaching, Lord. We thank you with your almighty power. And all that we ask, it is done in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 We thank you. As we always say in leaving the line, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Everyone have a blessed and wonderful night. Good night. God bless you. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Love, Love you. All. Love, Love you all. Good night. Good night. Good night.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.